This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast on a Monday. What's up, Al Dukes? How was your weekend? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Good weekend. Good weekend. Terrific weekend. But uh, Monday, today, Monday, not great. Not great. I'm sorry. It's only, well, we're recording well, this at 1020 in the morning. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. I have a... Um, Diarrhea? No, worse. Oh. I have a visit scheduled at 2.20 p.m. today at the Uh-oh. urologist. Prostate check. Yeah, because I think I'm having prostate issues. But I'm also very confused because I know to get to the prostate, you have to go through the butt. But... I don't know, like, so why isn't that the butt doctor's specialty? Why is it urologist? Well, I guess the urologist is the one that specializes in the prostate, which handles the tubes of the penile area. Right. So it, it, it gets confusing up him. there. I guess a proctologist could check your prostate as well. Right. The prostate probably falls in one of those things where, like, numerous doctors could handle it. Because well, my what? regular general doctor, he would also... Check your prostate if you're interested. Part of the reason for this is you're supposed to be having a colonoscopy soon. Right. So why wouldn't he have checked this for you prior to the colonoscopy? Oh, that's a gastro doctor, different than a proctologist. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure what the difference is. I didn't know that. Yeah, but... I um, have a colonoscopy in five years. That's what I mean. Like, like I have real questions for this urologist today. Like, for example, this is going to be very disgusting. I apologize. When, as part of the excretory function of the body, when waste goes out oh, of just we're adults, we're taking a dump, right? Does that touch the prostate, or no? Is that hidden somewhere? Because they're going into the butt hole to feel to see if your prostate's okay. It's a terrible thing, and honestly, I think you know, th- this is. I'm not trying to be funny, but why wouldn't when when that is such an archaic. In this day and age, as they say, that someone's sticking their finger in your butt, like, why couldn't there be a machine with a thin, like, because now, depending on how big of a hand your doctor has, that's going to be a more uncomfortable, if I went to a small woman, that would be a better, yeah, that would be a better experience than going to a man with, what if Andre the Giant was your, was your, is this where you're going, is your, um, 
urologist a large-handed man? No, he's a regular-sized so man. Then what are you worried about it for, then? Because why I didn't he's think of that. He's been there before. He'll be there again. Like, why I didn't think of that prior. I don't know the answer to that. originally going to a urologist. So you would like to interview the possible urologist going forward, and you would like hand size. Yeah, or, a, or maybe I invent this and we go on Shark Tank, you and I. And a, a small finger-like object that's not a real finger that tests for prostate cancer. And how, is, how are you going to know what that small finger feels? It will register on the machine. You want to put a sensor on yeah, the finger. Yeah, sensor. All right, maybe a camera. Yeah, yeah, You can both. see the size of the prostate. Right. There you go, Jerry. A sensor and a camera. We are now scientific. Yes. Sharks. Thoughts. <laughs> I saw one of those After the Tank or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, I love that show, After the Tank. I saw one tank. the other night where a guy was selling socks, and it wasn't going as well as he expected. The returns were not good at all in Ooh. terms of the profit. Okay. And so he went to the shark that invested... I think the best thing to do, and we'll make a lot of money, is to sell the business. And he looked at him with a straight face and says, but it doesn't make any money. Who wants to buy it? There's someone out there. Who? There's got to be someone out there. Find them. And it was uncomfortable. Yeah, that show is very good. It's uh, called uh, Beyond the Tank. That's what it is. Yes. I I, saw like 10 minutes of it. It comes on at 10 o'clock at night, so I tape it. I do actually tape this. You show. like the show? Yeah, I can see I, why. I love watching to see how businesses either fail or succeed, and all the work that goes into them. I also watched an episode at like ten thirty at night before I laid down on Saturday night of Undercover Boss. Oh, and this one was for a store down in South Jersey called Foreman Mills. Okay, this is what I'm always interested in. Have you, are you familiar with the show? I am. So at the end, he had the four people that he was most drawn to that okay. he worked with, and he got their story. And that's when you get the reveal. And gives them stuff. Of what he's going to give yeah. them. And so they were all really good people. And I don't know that one story was better or worse than the other. They all had their their issues. Let's just say that. So like the first one, he gave her a $25,000 raise. And he was going to start 529 plans for her three kids with $5,000 in each one. That's very nice. Sure. That's $40,000 he gave them. Then he brings the next woman out. He was going to make her like an upfront area manager, whatever the hell that is. She was getting a 17th. That why not a $25,000 right. raise? I don't know. A $17,000 raise. And he agreed to pay off the rest of her car payment. So that could have been another 20 grand. All good. So it's like 35. You're talking. That's nice. One got 40. This one might've gotten 35 to 40. All good. And then he goes to the last guy. Goes, I'm going to make you a warehouse manager. You're going to get a nice sizable raise. And I'm going to buy you a house up to $250,000. What? What? Now, if I'm one of the other two watching this, like, what, I need a house. Right. I'd take a house. What the hell? It's weird to me how they decide who gets what. Yes. And then you don't want to be an ungrateful bastard. You don't. Because it's very nice what he's doing. But I'd be like, what? I got 40000 and he got two fifty right. for a house and a raise? It'd be like if one day Boomer showed up here. He's like, Jerry. I wanted to do something nice for you. I got you a riding lawnmower for your house. And then house. you get a Raptor. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, what the hell? I'd be like, oh, thank you, Booker, because I don't have a yard. I'm in an apartment. But you, you're right. I mean, we're, we're having fun with it, but it's true. Right. It's like, why yes. do we decide those things? I've seen that. And then the rest of the company has to go there for the big press conference and act like they care because they got right. nothing. Right. We got nothing out of this. Very interesting, though.
And speaking of a lot of money, Jerry, uh, no winner in the lottery, so it's over a billion dollars for I the first that, time yes. ever. Are you yeah. going to buy tickets now? I am. It goes off tomorrow. Okay. I you like want to split buy. those tickets like we split our no. car ride? Oh, split tickets. Like that way we you, buy did, well, you didn't even think. You're like, no. No. <laughs> I don't want to get into a battle. What battle? Um, Rap battle. No, we go 50-50. We, we buy more tickets. Because you can't you go to Walgreens and get them by your house? Probably, yeah. Because that's just easy for you to walk Yeah, there. that is easy for me. Okay. Okay. I'm in for 50% of what you buy, and I will give you the money before it's drawn. Okay, drawn there's Tuesday there's no night. issues. No issues, right. Because otherwise right. it'd be like, you didn't really. Correct. Yes, you could take me to court for $500 million. I always like, no, it's a fun thing to do to loved ones, Jerry, is when you, you know. Cut them out of the will without in, telling them. Or don't even put them in to begin with. It's always fun, like around lottery talk, people always go, what would you do? Right. If you so like when Gina says that to me, oh, oh she'll say, "Oh, it's um one billion dollars." What would you do? Sure. I'll say funny things, and I'll be like, "I'd pay off the rest of your car." That must make her feel really <laughs> special. <laughs> I'd say nice. stuff like, "You know, I'd pay off your mortgage." You know, a lot of people have a lot of trouble when they win the lottery, yes, because of issues like that, and they go broke. A lot of people, yeah, and they become targets yeah. for people to come after. You really have to go into anonymity. Dave Ramsey says you shouldn't do anything for 30 days. Okay. To let like the just, high come down? Yeah. Let's re- re- figure out what you're doing. Oh, I know what I would do. You no, would, it's not really an issue. I don't need to wait 30 days. Well, no. you're That would make the, the most sense. You'd make the most sensible decisions waiting. No, no. But I know what I'm going to do when would, I retire or when something like that ever happened. Would you give two weeks notice here? Yeah, absolutely. You would. And you just I have to come in here and gloat. Hey, boom, oh I guess gosh. who's got more money than you? <laughs> that would be fun. You buy us bagels every morning. I would do that, sure. Absolutely. Although I'd have to wait 30 days before I start That's buying true. bagels every day. Right. But yeah, no, I know like my my post retirement life, which yeah. I was hoping was gonna be around fifty. Fifty. That's probably not gonna happen. That was always my goal. Really? Going back to when I was in college. Oh my god, I'd love to retire at fifty. I, I only have another yeah, well, year. that's next summer. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's not How's happening. How's that plan going? Not great. <laughs> not great right now. Yeah, that was always my plan. I was retire at 50 and work like part-time. I mean retire from a full-time job. Right. Love to just keep doing just keep doing Rutgers basketball. Right. There's my job. Oh. Now that's a life. That would be tremendous. Yeah. Well, as soon as basketball season's over, you have no job, no work to do. Right. That's when you all of a sudden enjoy your spring and summer and you get back and ready for the for the fall and winter. So you're a couple of years younger than me. Do you think you'll I'm be several re- years younger than you? Do you think you'll I'm be re- 44 year 49? Do you think you'll be retired by 50? No. You've got four years. I think if I didn't have kids, I think there probably would have been a very good chance I could have been. Really? I do. Yes, I do. Uh, but no. Kids I've- suck up all the money. <laughs> I'm not going to say it that way. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I got my one kid going to high school next year. Right. And my other one's still going to be in fourth grade. I got a long way of paying tuition still. Yes. And college and all that stuff. So, you know, that's not going to happen. And those 529 plans suck. Don't, they don't, suck. Don't make money like they claim to. No, they don't. They really don't. They are not as um, cracked up as they ought to be. Right. So, whatever. How about this for a story, Jerry? A new survey coming out of, where did this come from? The, Florida. The Cleveland Clinic and Parade Magazine. Survey says... Most Americans want to be healthy, but don't know how. I agree with that. They know how to. They don't want to. They don't want to know how. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss, right? Isn't that the phrase? Yeah. I think most... How do I say this? Like if I, were I to think say they don't know how to motivate themselves. Yeah. But I they have... know reality, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, well, right? Everybody should know that at this point. I would think so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of friends that... 
or not in the best of shape, not in the worst of shape. And I could tell you right now, if they just stop drinking on the weekends, where Friday and Saturday night they're out or they have friends over yeah. every single Friday and Saturday night, you know, in a lot of cases, you're drinking a lot of beer. It's a lot of, a ton of empty calories, you know, and it's just not good. You drink, how many vodka tonics can you have? You realize what tonic is? Nothing but sugar. Sugar water. So if you all of a sudden maybe limited your drinking, just in that instance, from three times, well, let's say two times a week, eight, nine times a month to like twice a month, you're going to lose a little weight already just by doing that. Do you think most people know the difference if they had a choice? Which which of these is the healthier choice? Okay, you I have, like this game. You have a, a two pieces of grilled chicken here? Yeah. And two pieces of fried chicken yeah, cutlet? Yeah, people know the difference. You think so? You have to. How could you know. not? Now, are we talking about the air popping oven? No, this is the well. They know they just see it in a store where you go buy yeah, sandwiches. I think people know. I do. I think people know that anything grilled is a lot better than anything fried at this point. You do. And if they don't, they're really pretty stupid. Honestly, hmm. how could you not? I think they're stupid. I, you know, it's possible, Al. I just I think you have to know by now. Do you think people realize when they buy a salad how fattening a salad can be when no, you go out to a restaurant? They do not. Yeah, that even they I, don't was, know. I was taken aback by that too. Right, because now like a lot of the places will put the uh, calorie counts. Like if you it's go to like an Applebee's staggering. or a Friday's, I'm going to get a salad tonight. That's 1,200 calories. Right. Excuse me. Yes, ah, very strange. Now d- I, I do dressings. believe there are different calories. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you agree with that? Yes. If you have, you know. A junior bacon cheeseburger and fries from McDonald's, that's 900 calories as opposed to the 1,000-calorie salad. Right. There's a lot more nutrition in the 1,000-calorie salad than there is in the junior bacon cheeseburger. How do they the decide fries. what how many calories something is? How do they measure scientists, that? Scientists. Scientists. They, uh, they decide the... Uh, I don't know. I always wonder that, too, because let's say I'll just use Applebee's because we know they put it on their menu. Sure. You go to Applebee's and it says this uh, salad is uh, 900 calories. How do you know you're getting the same amount of salad that they tested the 900 calories? Well, as it says in the fine print on the menu, these are just guidelines, Al. Guidelines. An exact amount. They're not uh, measuring every piece of lettuce. All right. I have a good question for you here, Jerry, with a new survey that I have in my hands. The average number of sex partners that people have in their lifetime. Hmm. The survey took a look at 2,000 adults in the U.S. and Europe. In the United States, yeah, in the United States, Jerry, the average, average person. How old they are? These people. It does just says it's taking all people. Okay. The average person has around how many sexual partners in their lifetime? You what gotta, counts as sexual partner? Does it say it that? It does not say in here. Because I guess if someone it's, that uh, that you were being answer. sexual with. Right, see, that's why that's a tough one. How about this? Any, does that mean uh, intercourse, or does that mean anything? I would say any act wherein you could get a sexually transmitted Oof. disease. How about that as a guideline? Oh, boy. Because I think there's a lot more of those than there are just people that have... Right. I'll say... This is probably a low number. I'm going to say based on the I'm fact say that eight. you were married young, you're under this number. Eight. Uh, 7.2. I was right on it. You All were right. right on it. I was going to say six. That's funny. How about this? Of amongst the U.S. United States states, Louisiana had the highest average. Okay, a staggering number. Average. If per, the average is seven, you're saying staggering. How? Yeah. I'll double it. Fourteen. Fifteen point seven. Okay. I wonder why that is. Well, I guess they got to take their 
Never mind. While the residents of Utah had the lowest. Three. 2.6. Well, I'm good at this game. You're excellent at this. I am good at this game. Uh, the UK had an average of where we have 7.2 here in the UK, 6.9. So not much difference. Got it. And yes, I would be under the average since I've been with my wife since I'm 17. The study here says, Jerry, That's when true. disclosing details to a partner, men are more likely to inflate their numbers, while women are more likely to report fewer than their real number. Well, I exactly. Clearly, I clearly didn't just inflate anything. Um, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Women don't want to be looked as that. Right. And men do. Right. Men want to be looked at like... Pigs. Yes. And women don't. Yeah. Sounds about right. I call that a double standard. I guess. In my business, Jerry. Yes. Or warped mentality, I guess. And a... Another uh, survey? Nope. Oh. A high school cook... Yeah. ...is in trouble in Potter, Nebraska. Please don't tell me he was spitting in the food like he the was guy not. at the stadium. Okay. He didn't do anything really... I don't really see anything wrong with this. Uh-oh. His name is Kevin... He's a uh, the head. He was the head chef at Potter Dick's School District in what Potter, Nebraska. Potter Dick's. Potter Dick's, D-I-X. He was serving kangaroo meat mixed in for the tacos. Where did they get kangaroo meat from he, exactly? He got it from a reliable source. It did go through government inspections, but they the school felt like he should have told the parents. It's a very lean meat. I got to be honest. I agree. Like if your kid came home and like if you got a note sent home and said we accidentally served your kid uh, uh, kangaroo meat, but it passed inspection. It's legal meat. It's leaner than beef. It's better for you. Like when people eat bison burgers. Mm, I would have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah. I'd have a problem with it too. Today's what? Today's the 22nd. It's my son's birthday. Yeah. Oh, there's no school. They're on fall break in Potter Dicks today. Oh. But tomorrow, how about this? They get breakfast there. Today's your son's birthday? Yes. Which uh, son? Matthew. He's 14. 14. So, like, for tomorrow, they have ham with scalloped potatoes and a dinner roll. Is it really ham or is it kangaroo? No, no. They're they're on it now. But how do you know that? How do you not know that the guy's not using some other meat? Uh, how, about, how about this? For lunch on Wednesday, baked potato bar. I like that. This is in this Nebraska school? Yeah, this is the Potter Dick's uh, school system. A baked potato? That's all they're getting? Now on th- baked potato bar, which bar. means there's probably bacon and oh, cheese yeah. and all sorts of stuff. You can chili. Absolutely. On Thursday, chicken strips, or are they kangaroo strips? Ooh. This is what you do. And I they also have ma- This is what's so funny, though, okay? We talk about kids not eating right. Yeah. I so far have given you for lunch salt-ass ham, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's so much salt in a ham. You, a lot of salt. Scalloped potatoes, which is probably loaded with butter and cheese. Would you yeah. not agree with that? Definitely. On Wednesday, they get a baked potato bar. Now, in theory, you can just have the potato. I get that. But you know we're loading it up with sour cream and bacon and cheese. So that's not exactly great. Nope. On Thursday, you're getting chicken strips. It ain't grilled, let's be honest. Right. With mashed potatoes that's got tons of butter in it. Sounds delicious. And gravy and a dinner roll. And, oh, by the way, ice cream. And then on Friday, they give you pigs in a blanket with potato chips for lunch. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm serious. Pigs in a blanket with potato chips. and a brownie. What? That's awesome. Pigs in a blanket, potato chips, and a brownie. Monday the 29th. uh, That's breakfast. Hamburgers, potato chips, and cherry crisp pie. (laughs) I mean, are you serious? Sounds awesome there. You get witch's brew. on. I don't know what that is. What the hell is witch's brew? I don't know. It must be something for Halloween. With baked brains. Oh, because it's Halloween. I see. Oh, maybe it's a fake. That's a fake thing. I mean, 
This is funny. Raviolis. I thought they they cleaned up school lunches. Yeah, apparently not. On this past Friday, they had a walking taco with refried beans. (laughs) (laughs) And a line for the bathroom. (laughs) That's got to be a mess. Breakfast was donuts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the school janitor's like looking, he's like, oh man, tacos with refried beans? Oh, Oh, you got to clean those bathrooms? That's miserable. Lunch last Monday, corn dogs. This, I mean, you got to be kidding. This school sounds healthy. I think, unfortunately, that's most schools. Yeah. I really I do. really thought they cleaned that up. I think Michelle Obama really tried to. Yeah. Clearly, uh, the Potter Dix school uh, system or district did not agree with her. They were not falling for that, Those, Jerry. I mean, that's unbelievable. Anyway, whatever. And finally, oh. Curb Your Enthusiasm has begun, begun production on season 10. Nice. If you're a Curb fan. I am. I guess it will be out next year Very sometime. Un- right. Very uncomfortable watching it, but I do like yeah. it. Yeah. It know? is somewhat, as they said, jump the shark, Jerry, but it's still good. I would agree with that. But Not if people are still watching it and they're still getting paid, yeah. you would do it. Oh, 100%. And I will be watching it. You'd be, you would ride the shark. Even, <laughs> even if it's only a tenth good as it was in its heyday, I'm still in. I got news for you. If you don't knock out one of these parlays, you're jumping the shark. Hey, listen. You're getting close, though. I'm getting close. Although I don't, I really don't have a good feeling about your Giants tonight. Really, I don't. I looked when I just I, think the Falcons are going to score a million points. When I, don't I placed, be able to keep up. When I placed the bet, I got six points with the Giants. Sure, but you you always I could see the Falcons putting up fifty tonight. Really? Uh, yeah, that offense is really good, Al. Calvin Ridley looks like the steal of the draft. Should I, as we say, hedge my bet? No, and bet I the no, I don't like Falcons. That. You made your pick. You stick with your pick. I wouldn't hedge it. All right. But if you want to hedge it, I, I guess. No, it's fun if you want to be really involved, but win no money and lose no money, but feel like you're Pick both betting. Teams. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do put that. Put 20 on the Falcons and put 20 on the Giants. What I would say you could do, on a, and I'm, I'm serious about this, on a five-team parlay. Yeah. Let's say you were going to bet. Like when I, when me and my friends do these parlays, we go either 50 or or 100 bucks each. Now, we already won, so we're playing with house money now. House for, money. For literally the next four or five weeks if we want. We lost yesterday because of me and the stupid Cowboys. But whatever. If you were going to say you were going to put 50 bucks on a five-team parlay, go $25 per. You do two parlays. You pick the same four, and your fifth one, you take both. Hmm. Because a, a $25 five-team parlay is going to pay you a lot. Right. So in a case like this, you would have won. You're, you'd go into Monday Night Football not giving a damn because you won. Right. And on twice, what is it, 37 to 1 for a five-team parlay? I'm not sure what it is. I know at a five dollar. I know a $5 bet will pay me $130. For $5, is that what it is? For a $5 bet. Five-team parlay is 25 to 1. So if you did... So if you did a $25 parlay, right? If I take out my handy-dandy calculator here, i got to go here. Yeah, I still haven't figured this out, this betting thing about what pays what. Well, 25 to 1. So if you paid $25, if you did a $25 bet times 25, you win 625 bucks. So if you have those first four, you're spending 25 to make sure you wrap up the 625. Right. Pretty smart. All right, I will do that. That's what you should do. Although I was talking to JJ after Doc today, and he said that if the line moved, I you y- you have to bet the money line tonight. Just don't get nuts. Don't become an addict like him. Got it. Just do your thing. You hear how that, JJ? A, how about a seventeen parlay, a hundred to one? That's nice. 
a hundred bucks, you win ten grand. That's awesome. I'm gonna trump you. Where's Izzo? Where's my lucky seven <laughs> seven team parlay? Let's see who it's first. <laughs> That'd be great. Hit the first week, I'm out. The Jerry's seven lucky seven seven team parlay. What do we call it? The Jerry Fund. The Jerry for seven. <laughs> you could bet a seven dollar seven. Seven dollar. That would only parlay. win seven hundred bucks though. Oh, I bet a seventy dollar. Seventy dollar seven team parlay. I like that with Jerry Rocco with all the same. Sound but here's effects. what I want because I can't do it opposite you now. Okay. Because I can't steal your thunder. Right. What if you gave me thirty seconds at the end of yours? Thirty seconds, a lot of time. What? That's a lot of time for those short videos. No, 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 no. You take your two and a half minutes. Okay. Just give me a 30-second tag on at the end. Okay. Would you be in for that or no? 30 seconds is long in the video People world. are still watching you. They want you. I'm giving them a bonus 30 seconds as us. And you're going to give them seven Expand teams? Expand our brand. <laughs> the big yes, brand I, we have here? I want to do a seven-team one. Okay. I'll let Izzo know. Seven-team parlay. Jerry Recco's seven-team parlay. The lucky seven, $70, seven-team parlay. So you want people to bet $70? I don't care what they do. I want to win, though. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you, well, no, no, no. You don't have, You can bet a dollar if you want. I don't care. Right. Do what you want. I'm not telling you how to well, spend I tell, money. Well, I do. I tell people spend $5. It's $5, dude. On my picks. What are you going to do with $5? Well, what are you going to do with $130? Buy stuff. Oh, God. Oh, I got to go. All right. Warm up next. Yep. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, well, it's Monday morning. How you be? And it's uh, Monday after a football Sunday and so many wacky things that happened in the league yesterday. I'm sure Al Dukes is just loaded and ready to go. The wild and the wacky. What is up, Al? You know when Marv Albert would do that? Yes. Wild, wild and the wacky. I thought wild, wacky stuff with someone else. Wasn't no. that some Saturday Night Live skit? Uh, that I'm not sure of. I know he would go on Letterman, Marv mm. Albert, and he'd uh, show up with his wild and the wacky. Who did uh, Spanning the Globe? That was Len Berman. Oh. That was not Marv. That was not Marv. Got it. Uh, Jerry, um, well, the Jet game, I'm sure. It was boring. Boomer and Gio will break that apart for you. It was a little boring for You're me. break it apart. <laughs> well, dissect it, put it back together, Jerry, examine break it. Break it down. They're going to break it down, right. dissect, examine, put it back together, it. and yeah. discuss. I need to move on to other things. Please Because that game was boring. Right. One, I watched a little bit of that Chiefs-Bengals last night. And uh, my observation from that was, so Kareem Hunt did one of those moves where he leaps over a guy. Would you see a lot of in the NFL now? Yeah, because guys tackle with their head down. Yeah, so they'll, and it looks impressive because you leap a guy, but you really get like an extra yard. Well, it depends on what's behind him. It doesn't seem worth it. If there's no one behind him, you can keep running. Yeah, but there's always like a guy waiting for you because all that time you're spending in the air to leap, and it gives the defenders time to get over there. It's like four seconds in the air, right? Yeah, just that slow <laughs> jump up. And it looks impressive because I, I was seeing it on every highlight film this today. And if you're the really, defensive guy, just put your head down in shame. Yeah, that's embarrassing. What are these guys going to learn? You I don't can't know. put your head down and just stick your shoulder out. It doesn't work that way. Cut them out at the legs. That's what they're trying to do, Jerry. But you get leapt over. Leapt over. You ever get leapt over in flag football? Uh, flag football, no. No. Did you ever leap over someone? No. I don't think I could leap over you'd anybody. Just, you'd be the type that would just run out of bounds. Uh, right. Right. Oh, I hate when I see receivers do that. Oh, I like know. Odell Beckham does that a lot. Alan Hearns did that yesterday in the yeah, Cowboys game. Yeah, come on. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. terrible. Yeah. And I understand, Elizabeth, that you wouldn't want them to get hurt, but come on. 
Man up. Man up. That's what I say, Jerry. A few extra yards. Let's go. Uh, yesterday in the New England Patriots game, Patriots-Bears. Great finish. Uh, this fella, Corderell <laughs> Patterson. You know him? <laughs> I don't know him. I know Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson? Corderell. Corderoy. Corderell wears Corderoy. Right. What about him? Now, they someone uh, uh, clocked his speed during yeah. his 95-yard touchdown uh, kickoff return. Uh, he, that he went 20.82 miles per hour. How fast do you think you run? Well, funny you say that because one time I was walking down the street, walking through a neighborhood, and uh, they had one of those signs that tells the cars how fast they are going. So you went into a dead sprint I did. and got it to 22 miles an hour. I did try to see how fast I would run. Did it register a number? It did register. I think I ran nine miles per hour. Okay. And not awful. Half the speed of Corderell Patterson. Not quite half, but almost. Do you think if you... I don't think it was accurate, though. Could you actually... Do you think you could get over 10 miles an hour if you were lighter in the head, you weren't wearing those loafers on your feet? Exactly. I was in jeans and loafers. Right. Which right, is how if you live I had, your life. If I had running pants on. Let's say you were in your Under Armour sneakers. All right. And you had uh, some sports shorts on mm-hmm. and maybe a tank top. And I stretched. Little resistance. And I stretched. you break 10 miles an hour. Uh, yes. Hmm. On a uh, street sign. But maybe. I don't know how accurate they are for human beings. because well, they're we'll really for, a radar gun. They're really for cars. Now, we pass one uh, every day somewhere in the Matawan area, Jerry. There's like an elementary school. Right. And they have a sign out front to show you Pretty how accurate. fast you're going. Why don't one of these days we I'll pull over? Today. Well, I'm in jeans today. Maybe one of these days I race through that and see if I can run as fast you as... you put shorts on? Uh, no, I'm a more, more running pants guy because I have thin legs. Let's see those peg legs of yours. Yeah, no that one wants... That have got to be just so pale. Yeah, very pale. Have your pale. legs ever seen the sunlight? Yeah, I will wear shorts in the you summer. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I see you in nothing but jeans. Yeah. I'm a big jeans guy. I'm sure you are. Then let me ask you about this story. Okay, another great story. Deshaun Watson made the trip to Jacksonville. And, I have a problem with the story. And he played in the game. Right. But he did not fly with the team. Because Why is that, Al? they felt that the air pressure would harm his injury. How about the pressure of guys that are 250 pounds running 20 miles an hour and violently colliding with them. Yeah, that they didn't have a problem with. That's okay, though. They thought the air pressure in the airplane. Well, what injury does he have? Like some sort of... Uh, I read that he has a few different injuries. A few different ones. But I would think if you have a problem getting on a plane, getting on the football field is probably not the safest thing. Now, they won, so good for them. But, boy, I don't think that's having his health at the... I don't know. Plus, he was, I, I was bothered by that story. He was on a uh, bus for 12 hours. Right, because that's comfortable. Now, my question to you is, do you think he got on like a regular bus with other people? Greyhound. Like, yeah, like a Greyhound? I guess. If he, if Deshaun Watson, see, here's the thing. If he gets on a bus in Houston, is he recognized immediately? Because football players aren't basketball players. They're wearing helmets. We don't really know them facially. Yeah, I Some think, of them we do. I think he's recognized in, in Houston. Houston. Yeah. Do you think... How many if stops? Sean Watson got on a bus in New York, he's recognized no. on the bus. I don't either. I don't either. I don't know if he was sitting here right now between you and I if I'd know who he <laughs> you was. For sure. say, who's this young fellow? What do you do? <laughs> so you do you think he was on a solo bus by himself? You think the Texans rented him a yeah, bus? Like did they rent him a bus? Like a school bus? No. Or I, like a luxury I guess bus. It's possible. I'm sure they make he makes enough money. He could have rented himself a uh a luxury bus. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like on Hard Knocks this year, the quarterbacks had their own like camper slash sure. bus. Well, maybe that's what they used. Maybe it was like that. I don't get the sense he went to the bus depot 
and purchased a ticket for $27.50 to go from Houston to Jacksonville. With 15 stops along the way. Right, hoping that he gets the window seat next to some slob next to him that's got his iPod earphones in. Maybe he took the John Madden cruiser. (laughs) Where is the John Madden cruiser these days? We don't hear from him anymore. for sale. It could be. They did a quick uh, flashback yesterday doing... Was it an Arcola? Can't wait? No. No. The fantastic finishes. That's what it was, yeah. It was... uh, they they were talking about how Cowboys Redskins the last time they were on CBS was it was, was that, it was a Madden uh, Summerall game is that when was that true yeah they and flashed back to it early night is probably Troy Aikman right I believe so yeah that was game stunk too yesterday the Cowboy game Ugh, yeah terrible 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 it really was I mean so many of these games some were fun some are just bad I don't know well we'll have another one tonight then for you Jerry. <laughs> Falcons. Hey, you got a lot riding on this Giants. one, so let's go. You picked the Giants, right? Let's I go. do. I have the Giants. Now, uh, late Friday, we found out that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't like water. He's not the only. A lot of people are like that. Which is why he needs IVs. Well, number one, that's an excuse because you can, I don't know, drink Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade. You can certainly get your fluids in. But or there Haterade. are a lot of people that refuse to drink water. They don't like it. It doesn't yeah. taste like anything. You and I, we don't have that issue. Some people do. Yeah. Not surprised. Did you enjoy the whole thing with his dad? I did. I loved that. Mm. So Odell doesn't help anything though. Odell Beckham's doesn't. dad took to Instagram, as dads are prone to do. Jerry, dads love Instagram. Your dad on Instagram? My dad is not complaining about the airlines these days. <laughs> I'd love to get my dad on Instagram <laughs> at seventy something years old. But he, I actually loved this. He he uh, Instagrammed a video of John Mara up in the owner's box during some game where he got angry and. Good. Flipped the chair over. Yeah, maybe it was when Odell dropped the third down pass. <laughs> and he said, maybe it was when he was watching Lil Wayne. It reminded me of those public service announcements where they go, I learned it from you, Dad. Shut where did up. you learn that, son? I learned it from you, Dad. It's like maybe an after school special yeah. on ABC. <laughs> maybe that's where Odell learned it from. I learned, no. That's what he should I'm do. I'm pretty sure Odell Beckham Jr. didn't learn to um, propose to a, a kicking net. Or headbutt a fan. I'm pretty sure John Mara didn't do that. It would be great if he was crying at a press conference. I learned it from you, John Mara. <laughs> You're such an idiot. And then they have a touching moment, and then everything's fixed. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Uh, we're coming about 6 o'clock. Al's got one more story for you when we come back, and then Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Well, good Monday morning to you. we got a couple more minutes to the top. The Jets did lose. Giants played tonight. Rangers lost. Go. Jerry, I was most confused this weekend uh, by a headline that then I was required to read the entire article. More than a couple of lines, huh? Yes. Look at you. Because this was the headline. Tell me if you would also be confused. Usain Bolt... Offered full-time contract with Mariners. I was like, wow. I would be uh, confused, too. I would not think the Seattle Mariners need Hussein Bolt unless they just want to have a pinch runner to steal a base late in innings. Right, or I thought maybe the guy's a singles hitter and he can stretch every one of them into a double or something. Maybe he's a pitcher runner aware of. I was very confused. So what Mariners team is it? It's evidently some sort of soccer team. So he can play soccer? Yeah. Isn't he a runner? Uh, He is a runner. But remember there was a time like in the 1980s when the NFL would hire fast runners? Like I don't. Willie no. Galt was a runner. He was also a receiver. Though. Ronaldo Nehemiah was a, a, a receiver for the uh, Niners. You just figured if these guys can just burn cornerbacks. Wasn't Bob Hayes an Olympic sprinter? That was so long ago, Jerry. <laughs> well, you don't even know who Cordell or Patterson is. I don't count he those old. He called them Cordell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cordarell. <laughs> Gino Rivas? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> well, listen. We don't know how it's pronounced, Jerry. Cordarell. We're not. Suck it. <laughs> it's Football Monday on the Fan.